Hey, welcome to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. My name is Connor. I'm a chef and media producer. I will be joined via f- uh, phone connection uh, with my co-producer, Darren Lafferty. Um, with, uh, with everything that's going on, we wanted to try and put together a podcast that's got some information out there for uh, small business owners and those who are in the food service industry. So we called as many people as we could um, as quickly as possible, and we're trying to produce these uh, podcast episodes as quickly as possible as well so that we can just get some information out there. Hopefully this helps those who are in the industry. Um, just as a personal note, everybody stay safe. If you need anything, don't hesitate to call, uh, text, or message uh, Cost of Goods Told. Um, I'm going to try and provide as much resources and as much info as possible uh, on the show notes. Um, but please just make sure that you're following the Facebook page and the Instagram page. That's usually where I, I, I try and get as much information out as possible. So I'm going to shut up and then we're just going to jump right into the conversations. Hi, Connor. Mary, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. I am actually recording right now, if that's okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. We were just reviewing your questions and kind of coming up with some, some creative answers. And uh, we appreciate <laughs> you giving us the opportunity to, to kind of look at that. So well, thank you. Well, I appreciate y'all coming on. I know a lot of people are going to be um, helped out by this. I just got off the phone with uh, Lance Aker of Aker Barbecue. Um, so we're, you know, we're trying to get this information out there and um, y'all taking time to, to help with that uh, means a lot to not just us, but to a lot of our listeners. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I think if we don't pull together, it's going to be a much tougher situation. I think so too. So why don't you, if you don't mind, uh, just introduce yourself for those who may not know who you are um, and introduce your establishment. And do you have um, Ernesto with you? I do. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, wonderful, Ernesto. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? Wonderful. If you both don't mind uh, just introducing uh, yourselves, and then uh, we'll hop right into the questions. Sounds very good. I'm Connor. This is Mary Thorne with Thistle Draft Shop. And uh, I'm Ernesto Villarreal, the chef at Thistle Draft Shop. <laughs> awesome, guys. So why don't y'all uh, just start with um, explaining a little bit about how y'all are dealing with like the new CDC regulations, the new kind of um, social distancing, um, criteria and, and how your business has kind of, uh, changed with those, uh, with those regulations in place. Well, I think before, um, we actually had this shutdown, we were hypersensitive to cleaning and making sure people were comfortable and being in our, in our space. I know that germs in general are just an issue just, just because nobody really wants to be sick, but with this virus, you know, we're going to be a little more uh, vigilant and diligent about cleaning and uh, making sure that people are comfortable coming into our space. So that's the first thing. Thank you guys for that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely changed the way we've approached um, our daily life coming into work. You know, there's a lot of um, preservation going on with the kitchen. Uh, we're starting to preserve a lot more than we normally have. Uh, we're definitely um, doing whatever we can to really maintain quality. Um, so this, it's been really big for us. Um, you know, I think every day is different, and that's kind of the way we've been approaching it so far. Um, it feels like every day we have something new come up, and so we've been kind of trying to figure out what's best for the business. And it's just um, 
it's really been something that I think we, we no one's ever expected or been through. So um, trying to figure out what's right and wrong, just, it, it seems um, really difficult to, to grasp. Mm-hmm. So it's just taking it a day at a time right now. I would say that as a general rule, our staff has remained pretty calm but aware of what's going on. So just making sure that we have rationalized decision-making skills um, seems to be a real plus for us. Yeah, it seems like it's almost like a, a, a moving target, not necessarily on, like, the cleanliness side, but just kind of, like, what everybody can do. And then all of a sudden it was like, it's just the freaking wild, wild west. You know, I know we talked about, you know, people walking out with jugs of margaritas, you know, and so forth, you know. And it was just like, well, you know, do what you got to do, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing some of the requests we get. But, um, yeah, you know, everybody, it, it's, it's new for everybody. And so in this new light of uh, now people are having to stay home with their families, which is completely outside the box of what their normal schedules are, it's going to introduce a whole lot of new skills for each person uh, and tolerance levels. And, you know, we have to adapt to that as a business as well. Mm -hmm. So what on the business side changes have y'all made, you know, to to either the menu or or how you're offering, you know, both because y'all aren't just – just a restaurant, but y'all have kind of a retail side to you as well. Right. So in the beginning, we, you know, our menus in full, our caps are full, and we've been selling what we have. As we, as we putter along, you know, we're reducing the number of items that we're going to have available simply because it doesn't make sense to purchase additional items just to keep the menu going at all times. So we're taking, taking those highlighted items that most people are buying and we'll replenish from there. Um, but we probably aren't going to restock some of the things that are selling the, the slowest. And Ernesto, are you having any issues with getting what you need or what you want in from your suppliers? Um, I would say not necessarily. However, as um, as most chefs know, um, and you know, people in the industry know, we have minimums to meet on our orders. Mm-hmm. So now that we're not ordering as much. We're having to figure out how to reach those minimums, and like Mary was saying, you know what I used to, you know, I used to buy, you know, ten cases of burgers every two or three days. <laughs> now I don't need ten cases of burgers every two days, and my minimum's been shot. So we're trying to figure out how to actually get the, the items we need. Um, so that's become a challenge for sure. I would say all of our vendors are doing a really good job of really for really having most of the items that we need. There's been some things that, like, are out of their hands, like toilet paper, mm-hmm. hand sanitizer, eggs. Um, eggs. Um, so, you know, those are just some of the items that I've, I've mainly had issues. But, um, you know, overall, the, the, the main pro- the products that I do carry, it, it's really been easy. It's not been a problem. It's just a matter of uh, meeting those minimums and, and not having the, um, you know, trying to watch out how much I order all at once really has been my biggest problem. So what's the menu kind of look like now? Like, are y'all, you know, trying to put together like the family meal packs that I've been seeing, or are y'all trying to, you know, be creative in other ways? (laughs) We've, we've, we've tossed around, I think we've tossed around about a hundred different ideas, (laughs) Uh, we're watching what other people are doing. We're communicating with other restaurants and, and businesses and seeing what they're doing that um, has been successful for them. And I, I feel like it's um, everyone is different. 
And so it's hard to just say, well, you know, they're doing family meals and family packs. Let's do it because they are. So that might not be who who we're going to get to. Um, so we're trying to, we're definitely trying to be creative with it. You know, we put out some produce under our beer in case someone comes in and they want to buy, you know, a couple lines or something and not rush to the grocery store because it's just not as easy as it used to be. Right. Um, you know, we have tossed around ideas to have um, some family packs where you can purchase like um, four, four burger patties, the bread and all the, all, all the, uh, um, fixings that go with it where you can just take it home and make it. But we're, we're still just trying to figure out what's, what's the best idea for that. Um, it's also been like, what makes sense to bring in more product to, um, to resell. yeah, just to resell. Like if, you know, someone brought up, Hey man, why don't you do like enchiladas and different types of tacos? You know, those are fast and easy, but those aren't necessarily items that we sell on a daily basis. So you're at, you know, we're, we're looking at having to bring in more products specialty items that maybe that's just not what people want from us and they just want our regular items. And, and to add to that, you know, preserving what the continuity of the distance is is pretty important. So how far outside the box do we go and how tightly do we keep uh, what we're, what our mission is to begin with? Yeah. So, um, you know, we have, we started off with our normal menu, um, trying to fight through this and see what was going to work and what wasn't. Um, as I said before, we're taking it a day at a time. And there's just some things on our menu that just are not going to fly off on, uh, off the door, like the drive, like the drive through or pickup, like the burgers and stuff would like our octopus compachana. It's a big hit in the shop. We've noticed it just hasn't been selling as a to go item. Uh, mm-hmm. Our crispy pata, you know, that comes as a terrible dish is another one of those items, you know. And, and so we're having to figure out, um, you know, which ones are the best ones to keep on and what can we create to actually continue uh, making the menu creative and having people enticed to come in. Um, so we've slimmed it down quite a bit. Um, and we're just trying to get through it, you know. No, I totally understand. Um, are there things that you're discovering as you're going through this that is like, something that you may want to keep moving forward? You know, have you come across a, a win or something where it's like, hey, look, online ordering or something all of a sudden is something that we're going to continue to do or pre-orders or something along those lines? I think that's a valuable point. Um, we probably would not have gone to online ordering if this instance hadn't happened. But I do think it's pretty beneficial as a business model going forward. So I think we'll, you know, we'll keep that on the platform and really identify whether that's something we want to work with uh, for the future or not. But, you know, convenience seems to be what the public is looking for. And so why not? Why not keep it? Wonderful. So any tools or any advice that y'all have or um, any resources that y'all have used to kind of, you know, get get your ducks in a row that you could offer out to, to anybody else? You know, we talked about this just a few minutes ago. Um, and it, so for me, I think what I had to say is, you know, rely heavily on the governmental resources that are out there. The SBA, the uh, uh, Texas, the Department of Labor, both at the federal and the state side. Rely on those resources as opposed to the social media because I think your, your gain from the information from the actual source will be so much better than um, what people are saying on social media. Not that they're going to get it wrong, but you know that when you go to the real source, you've got it right as opposed to kind of sifting through that information. That is critical mm-hmm. um, because 
starting from a uh, a point that you don't have all the correct information, it's only going to cost you time, it's going to cost you money, and it just isn't going to resolve the situation. So go to those governmental resources that are uh, proven to be uh, the right source. Yeah. Uh, I would say also, you know, I've seen um, a lot of different methods, a lot of different business ideas moving forward. I think for me, the way I see it is we have to, every single one of us, recognize what you are, who you are, where you're located, and um, go from there. I think this with this going on, everyone's going to ha- have a different um, type of... Um, I just think it's going to be different for everybody. So but one way may not be the best way for the next person or yourself or um, moving forward. So try not to make rash decisions because one business is doing it a certain way. Just because that's being done that way does not necessarily mean that's going to be the perfect way for your business. It might be well for them because of where they're located. They have more foot traffic. Things might be different. And there's not grocery stores around. You know. Um, so I think just making the right decisions and doing it and um, being patient with it. I know it's hard to say to be patient right now, but trying to just not jump into it immediately because someone's doing it um, is something that I would definitely say is important. And then also um, being very, um, showing your your staff and your employees uh, that you're there for them. Uh, try to get them as much resources as you can for their well-being. Um, reach out to them. Make sure that you, they know you're thinking of them and that, you haven't just left them up dry. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're hoping for this business to come back here in a few weeks, a couple weeks, maybe sooner if we can. And uh, we're going to rely a lot on them to come back and be there for us. So we need to be there for them right now to show to show them that uh, we care and we want them back. So that for me is really important as well. Exactly. And then, and then looking to the future, I mean, we have a new norm. It's not going to be the same as it was before all this happened. So everybody's going to have to adjust to getting back out in the public again. Uh, people that are working from home are, are, are going to, there may be more of that. And so, yeah, we, you know, the future is going to be a, very different than what it was in February. Yeah. Very much so. I, I appreciate y'all, you know, um, taking the time. I know everybody's kind of still scrambling. Everybody's still trying to find their footing and so forth. And, you know, we've talked about having y'all on the podcast before. And uh, I I hate that it's under these circumstances, but um, it is a blessing to be able to talk to y'all and um, for y'all to share all of that. Because I think think you're absolutely right. Because I think today when we're recording... um, you know, the, the house or the Senate just passed the bill. And so it's like more information is going to come out pretty rapidly. Everybody's going to have, you know, their kind of opinions on, on what it is or their interpretation of it. And I think going straight to the source and, and getting yourself as educated as possible is crucial. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Daily. It amazes me how quickly it changes. Yeah. We were talking about this yesterday about hours operation. What should we do? You know, and um, yesterday was one of the, I think, what, Monday was the first day where it was stay at home, or was that yesterday? It was yesterday. So yesterday was like the first stay at home, stay safe day. Mandated. Mandated, right, where um, the essentials are are the only ones to be working. And um, it was a slower day for us, and we were kind of contemplating hours and changing them, and what should we do? And uh, we kind of took another look at it and said, you know, maybe it's good to just kind of see how the rest of these, 
uh, this week plays out or the next couple days play out. And, uh, um, be it. Today's been a little better than it was yesterday so far. So, you know, every day is different. Um, I think people are trying to figure their lives out too. You're seeing a lot of people who've gone, who are at home, who spent a lot of money on their groceries, on their, um, on their well-being at home. And they're actually realizing that uh, they don't need to be getting out as much too. So um, I think just, it, it, every day is different, and um, it's just it's a wild ride, that's, to say the least. Well, habits are changing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so if anybody wants to um, get up-to-date information about your hours or about the menu that you're offering or about the you know beer and wine that you offer, where's the best way or where's the best uh, site or you know uh, social media platform for them to get that information? Clearly, the Facebook and Instagram are, are our primary resources. We try to keep our Facebook, I'm sorry, our, our, uh, our, folks, we well know our, our website updated as well. I would say that probably Facebook and, and Instagram is going to be the biggest resource. Um, that's where we get the most attention. And could you give me the, the, yeah. the Facebook and Instagram handles? Sure. Um, so I think Facebook is just Thistle Draft Shop, mm-hmm. and Instagram is going to be, I think, Thistle Draft Shop as well. Twitter is a little different in Thistle Draft as opposed to Thistle Draft Shop. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then our website is, is ThistleDraftShop.com. Everybody can Google it too, there, so it's no big deal. <laughs> right. And on there, you can, you can order online from there. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible for everybody, and... Uh, you know, we can definitely see some trends and timings of the day, and uh, I don't know. We'll see as people decide to come out of their houses uh, little by little, uh, cautiously, of course. Um, we may see a little bit of change. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think um, to add to that too, uh, you know, every day is different. Like I've been saying, um, nothing is really off the table for us. So if someone wants to call and say, "Hey, can I get some kimchi to take home?" or <laughs> "Do you have just rods or bread?" or you know, whatever it might be, we have wine to go, beer to go. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of access to those type of things too. So if anyone ever needs to reach out to us for those type of things, I'll be more than happy to, to either give you what we have, you know, sell it to you, find the resources to get it to you. Um, you know, that's just kind of what we have to do right now. As well as delivery. We're not opposed to delivery. Yeah. Are y'all doing um, delivery in conjunction with, like Uber Eats and Grubhub, or are y'all doing it with your own staff? We are doing it with our own staff right at this moment. Um, we've, we've elected not to go with the uh, the other guys at this moment. Mm-hmm. You know, that may change. For the moment, we're going to try to do this on our own. Yeah, because I'll call them out that they, they gave us as the consumer the $0 delivery fee, but they sure didn't change their, uh, their percentage that they want to take from the restaurants and establishments. So I can say yeah, that because I don't have a restaurant and I'm not worried about getting blacklisted. Um, so I'll, I'll speak for, for those who, uh, who can't, you know, <laughs> so, or at least just well, share my personal opinion. <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> well, y'all, I appreciate y'all taking so much time to to talk with me and to share this information. Uh, we're going to try and get this out as quickly as possible. So um, thank y'all once again. Y'all stay safe. Um, and if there's anything we can do to help, don't hesitate to give us a call. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thank you very much, Connor. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one, okay? Yep, be Bye-bye. safe. All right. Bye.